It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980, always live as well on the free Odyssey app and streaming live on YouTube at the Team 980. Wizards game day here on the Team 980, your flagship home for Wizards basketball. That means it's time for us to talk to Dave Johnson. Time to get the radio party started. Blocked by Bilal Kulabali. Oh, oh boy, did he stuff him. Left wing pool, he's there. Oh, that's a pool party. Here the basket, slam right in. Under the steal, the oh, slam. You better go off. Intercepted by Kispert. Kispert now, foul line. Oh, slam. Ooh, that'll dry your preserves. It's time for Dave Johnson on a Wizards game day. Kuzma for three. Oh, it's there. It's there. Big, big shot. On the Hoffman Show. Dave joins us from Cleveland, which means for the second time this week, I get to go, hello, Cleveland. Anthony, can you uh, can you bring Dave up for me? Thank you, sir. Uh, Dave, how are we doing? Well, well said, well said. And by the way, I have the answer uh, to the question, why is Cleveland now referred to as the land or the etymology oh, yes. of that? Oh, yes, yes, please enlighten and, us. Now, 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 tonight, as I look on the court, the wine and gold court, it's a big C in the middle, not the land, because on Wednesday... They were wearing their city edition uniforms, which has the land for Cleveland. Uh, and apparently, and, and this is why I was not aware of it, but the land as a nickname for Cleveland, I'm told by this thing called the Internet, that it was bubbling in the underground of the city's hip-hop culture during the early 90s and then made its way mainstream in 1995. So there's your, that's why Cleveland is the land. So if you, if you want to be hip when you travel to Northeast Ohio, Tell them Dave Johnson sent you and use the lamp. Amazing. All right, so that solves one mystery. Dave, here's our show mystery tonight. Uh, we we were unaware initially that this game is a 7.30 start, which is really a, just a terrible job of Anthony and I checking the schedule. Like, that's, a, that's an operator error. But these two teams did play on Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Why are they playing at 7.30 tonight? Now, these are the tough well, questions. No, and now, now, see, now this this question will have to spill into next week, which no doubt will be a cliffhanger for your listeners. I have certainly efforted to find that out because while it's only a, a half hour difference, believe me, it, it makes it makes a difference to our return home time. So right. my dreams of getting back to DC by midnight have been shattered cruelly by this, and I, I can't figure out why because we have a back to back. So you would think they would like to give us twenty four hours. Uh, they don't play tomorrow, so, uh, you know, throw the Cavaliers out of the equation. But it, it, it makes no sense. And I, I've asked a couple times about it. Nobody, <laughs> nobody seems to have an answer. So um, and that might be a tougher one to find out because I found out about the land and the hip-hop culture via the Internet, like most people find out everything. But this might not be on the Internet. So I'm going to have to get to the bottom of why it's a, it's a 730 uh, tip tonight, and I don't want to hear about traffic because Cleveland is not D.C. in terms of traffic. In fact, what, what amazes me, and I love it, when you come to cities like Cleveland, you drive around uh, on a night at 7 o'clock on a street that would be the equivalent of our, let's say, Connecticut Avenue, uh, and it, it feels like you're in a movie set. And at any moment, like a 1940s gangster is going to come out of the, the, uh, the bank or something and shoot it up. It, it just has that that feel to it. So I'll have to figure out why we're starting at 7.30. 7.15 is our pregame on the Washington Wizards radio network. But you shouldn't feel bad because how I found out this morning was my producer telling me that 
the power pregame, which is on the Wizards app right now, would start at 6.15. I said, 6.15? Why is it supposed to be an hour before tip-off or before scheduled game time? So that's how I found out. So we're all just flummoxed. Anthony, we're not alone. Dave didn't know either. Yay! <laughs> that makes – hey, Dave, if we're going to be out of the loop, at least we're together, you right. know? Right. Uh, well, misery and, and, misery slash confusion loves company. Now, and this is the, one of those things where – I mean, one of the great things about – although the NFL, I think, plays now on every day of the week <laughs> and every time. They're, they're probably preempting the Today Show in the morning for a game or something. But, but once upon a time – Don't the NFL give many is, ideas, Dave, please. No, I do. Well, they'll take it. Once upon a time, and your listeners know this, NFL games were Sunday, 1 o'clock, and then the second was 4, and that was it. It, it, it wasn't all this Sunday night, Thursday night, et cetera, et cetera. However, as I was growing up, and this uh, people should get an appreciation for this, I was a Baltimore Colts fan because I grew up closer to Baltimore. Uh, and Baltimore was the only team, and this is into the 70s, <laughs> that kicked off, and maybe right up until they, they bolted in the night for Indianapolis, their kickoff time was 2 o'clock. And the reason, and it, it's so sweet, the, the city leaders in Baltimore, it shows you that Baltimore once upon a time was just a little big town. The city leaders said, well, you know, we're going to not allow them to kick it off till 2 because we have to let people get out of church on mm. time. And, and that's, that, uh, that shows you just, uh, it's almost like a Mayberry story, but even in the 70s, you know, Baltimore was still a city of a million people or whatever, and yet the NFL didn't kick off until 2 o'clock uh, because, well, you need to get people a chance to leave church and change clothes and get ready to yell and scream. You know, as someone who grew up in the South, I'm actually surprised that that wasn't a more common thing. I guess there wasn't a team in Charlotte until the 90s, and there wasn't a team in Jacksonville until the 90s, but those two places seem like a place that pro football could have been pushed back because of church. Anyway, uh, Dave, unfortunately, I think we've stalled long enough. What <laughs> what happened the other night? I mean, the it's one thing we know that this season isn't about wins and losses, but the blowouts those are those are not very fun. What went so horribly wrong on Wednesday? Well, you know, look, they they uh, you're going to hear what some folks say in the pregame. They they outphysicaled the Wizards. Uh, the Wizards playing simple. Uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's no way to sugarcoat a or, or put a, a mask on a 39-point loss. They they got got it handed to them, uh, and and you know sadly that look that's going to happen also in the best of seasons. But you know it, it, was, it certainly was disappointing with the way this team has been trending. I mean you know very competitive against the Hawks and won the previous. So I mean you know look. Uh, by all rights, they actually could have come to Cleveland looking to go on a three-game winning streak against the Cavaliers team that is missing a couple starters. So, so there's no excuses. And what you want to see tonight, okay, what's the response? And again, I said the other night, you know, uh, I'll give the team credit. They, they had a situation, you know, in Orlando where the second game against the Magic was much better than the first. When, when you played them you know, in the you know consecutive days or, you know, two games over three days. So, uh, they just got it handed to them. And, they, and, you know, I think what happens is as much as we like to diagram things and, and they tell me artificial intelligence exists and all those things, I, I think this team got the more the, – the, the Cavaliers are not a good three-point shooting team. Uh, they shot 48% and, and made 20 threes the other night. 
I, I think uh, the Wizards, for the most part, has been a team that is, you know, needless to say, plays through adversity, keeps their head held high. But I think they got demoralized with the three-pointers that kept going in. And, um, you know, it's a simple look at the numbers. And the numbers don't lie. Uh, some of the numbers are deceiving. But they got beaten up on the boards, and, and they were outshot from three. And so that's going to end in an ugly loss, which it did. So tonight, they have to be more physical on the perimeter. Uh, I mean, too many guys got lost and, and just had field days with outside shots, and they have to be more physical on the inside. You can't get beaten, you know, 35 to 17 in second chance points, or you can't get let a guy like Sam Merrill, uh, who you may or may not have your dance card, you know, he does one <laughs> thing and make three-pointers, and he did the other night. So uh, they, they know it is like the old – deal when you go to a doctor and say, Doc, it hurts when I do this. And he says, well, don't do that. So they know what they're supposed to do. It's, it's how, you know, they execute it tonight. And if they do, and, and that's going to be the, the, the challenge. And, and they had a film session yesterday. You, you did. You can't hide or mask. Uh, they were outplayed and out physical on Wednesday night. End of story. Yeah, and we'll see if they can get it back tonight. This Cleveland crew is tough. Uh, Jared Allen, obviously one of the best rebounders in the league. He had a monster night the other night. We'll see what they can do with it. Dave will be on the call coming up at 7.15. The pregame show starts on the Wizards Radio Network. That's 7.15, boys and girls. A stat and a piece of information that Dave and I have known our entire lives. Uh, Dave Johnson, everybody. Uh, have a great weekend, sir, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. More answers will be or more questions will be answered next week. I'll look forward to it. Let's go. Right, have a good one. Uh, you too. All right, that's Dave Johnson, everybody, with us on the Hoffman Show. One last look at what is trending and then real things, real people said in real microphones to wrap up this here radio show.